we are gathered here today to mourn the loss of the 2019-2020 Boston Celtics, who fell just short of the NBA Finals. Once again, falling in four games to two to the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Fuck. How? Yet, how? So close and yet so far. How does this happen? Good Lord, how? And this team was just so good. I mean, well, not, I mean, talent-wise, they were better than the Miami Heat, but still, I meant, yeah. I mean, this was a better team than last year, by far. You had better locker room. You had better locker room atmosphere and culture. Well, apart, well, don't count the argument in the locker in the locker room after Game Two of the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, don't count that. Yeah, Gary Washburn basically blew that all out of proportion. Seriously, he, he was acting like that. Nothing changed from last year with the whole Kyrie stuff. I thought when I saw that, I thought, oh. Not again. After this whole team, like after they all been through how the whole bonding together and just with Kemba showing up and being that locker room presence. And we just see that tweet, like that news of what he tweeted about. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Well, they did make up, but still at the same time. Yeah. The Eastern Conference, that was just a Yeah. Turnovers galore, yeah, basically. So combined, so you see 19. So 49 turnovers in game two and four combined. Wow. Not great ball handling. After this team has been so good with handling the ball during the the regular season before the whole COVID-19. So just. But overall, I mean, at this point, Celtics fans, are you were you were you better off now this season where, than you were the previous season with the whole Kyrie and stuff like that? I just want to say that. Did you guys not have fun? Did you guys not have the fun with the whole double or triple overtime game or how many overtime game we had with the LA Clippers on Thursday night on primetime TV? I watched it. It was fun. It was fun. I never I after that game, I thought there's no way. At least the Celtics could at least try to at least represent these beasts in the Eastern Conference. And after since Milwaukee went down, there there should be no question. There should have been no question that the should that should not happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, I meant great year. I mean, there should have been stuff that we still should have like uh, worked on and stuff like that, like um. Especially late in March, they kind of started like falling off. They did clinch a postseason berth, but then when COVID hit, that basically had everything done. And how they handled the whole bubble too, only losing like three games out there. Like so, basically, let's see, it's three, ten, so five, so only like going like three out or five out of three or something like that, or like five, five and three, yeah, five and three. So very good. So basically, yeah, they had a really good bubble yeah and how they basically just manhandled the philadelphia 76ers making them ship them off to an early off season and how they took down the defending champs in the postseason 
the defending champ, taking them to a game seven. Yeah, taking them to a game seven. Yeah. All the way. Yeah, outplaying them. And then you fall to the heat. All I want to say is congrats to guys like Kelly Olynyk, Jay Crowder, former Celtics, represent former Celtics now playing for the Miami Heat. Um, congrats to them for uh, making it to the NBA Finals. You made it this far in your life or made it this far in your career. Now go win it all. Well, at this point, since the Lakers are a pretty good team, uh, that might not be so great, but I don't know. You don't know. Anything can happen in the NBA, in the NBA Finals. Anything can happen. Yeah. I didn't really expect the Golden State Warriors would lose the Raptors last year, but somehow they did. So anything can happen. A lot of questions uh, come up this offseason. What would happen to Gordon Hayward? Will he opt out or get traded? He could possibly get traded. They're thinking of maybe trading him for Victor Aldipo and Miles Turner. So... Might bring them to Boston. Who we're going to draft in the draft. Since we now have a draft lottery now because we now hold the rights to Memphis's number or uh, draft pick. What's going to happen in the draft there? Will Jason Tatum get his contract extension or get a contract extension? I hope so. Give your give your star a contract. And even though, yes, even though he kind of did fall off a little bit in the postseason, I mean, at this rate, they almost played an entire year, like a hundred or three hundred and sixty-five days. Yeah, because yeah, come to think of it, we last year at this time we would be getting ready for the 2019-2020 season. So it's kind of funny that if they would have gone to a game seven or the NBA Finals, they would be played an entire calendar year. It's kind of funny. It is kind of funny. Yeah. Still a fun year. I mean, apart from what happened the following year, 2018, 2019, with the whole Kyrie crap and the whole uh, um, locker room problems and just, like, not playing Celtics basketball the way we need to play Celtics basketball, this was a bounce-back year. This was a fun bounce-back year. Yeah. And I'm excited for next year. Hopefully – Hopefully they will make it back to the NBA Finals. Seriously, they just need that one more. This they just need that one star. They need that one big star to kind of push them over the hump. Now, Tom, not one star does. Yeah, it is true. One guy does not make a difference. It does take an entire team and entire village to win an NBA title. It's just like we could just need that one piece that could have helped us. Yeah. Fun, yeah. Fun to watch Celtics basketball, watch them like play games. There were some good times, there were some bad times, but in the end, it was still a fun season. And are you better off now than you were yes than you were a year ago? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Kyrie stinks, yes. It really rejuvenated my love for the Celtics in the way this season. There were times, especially late, that yeah, they're kind of making me pissed off, but at the same time, I mean, it was a fun season to watch. One of the best. Well, not one of the best, but one of, like, the best. Like, maybe top ten. Maybe top ten, yeah. Yeah, 2008 was the best, yeah. Because they just won it all in the end. And that's the only time I've ever seen the Celtics win 
ever. So yeah, the yeah, because the old the other uh, seven or sixteen other seventeen championships, they won before I was even born. So I never got to see them, like someone like a Larry Bird or Bill. Rose. I definitely was not allowed to see Bill Russell. My dad was, yeah, he was like a little kid, yeah. Hopefully next year will be better. Well, be a lot better. A lot better. Not saying that this year was bad or anything, but I'm saying like a lot better as in we get an NBA title. Looking forward to next year. So anyway, for the good times and the bad times, still Celtic Green, Celtic Pride till the end. All right. So thank you guys for listening. Big Rob, yeah, we won't go into that. Yeah, we won't go into that. We did it in the last, yeah, we did it in the Red Sox postmortem, but at this time, I just want to yeah, get it done. We got every, yeah, so we got this done. We got the Red Sox postmortem done. So I think we're good with postmortems. All right. So as I said, all right. Let me get the music. So to wrap up the show, the wrap up the show, we're going to play a little song by the Bees Geese that the Celtics play every time they win at home. I think they play every time they went home, but I could be wrong there. It's called You Should Be Dancing. So to end the show one last time, cue the Bees Geese. So see you guys. See you guys Saturday. Banyana.